Hi, this is Jim Quick, and I have a quick update for you. I'm proud to announce my very first book, Limitless, Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, and Unlock Your Exceptional Life. This book is not only based on the latest neuroscience, it is field tested for over 28 years of working with some of the most amazing minds on our planet. Just go to LimitlessBook.com and enjoy this book. Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. So what, which foods and nutrients are clinically proven to be good for the brain, for, for memory, for, for focus, for the things that a lot of our listeners are really want to enhance and optimize? Perfect. Well, this will circle back first and foremost to the beginning of our conversation. Like what is our brain actually made of? So we mentioned that it's made of the food that we eat, but more so it's made of the water that we drink. You know, your brain is upwards of about 80% water. And so if folks don't get that, as Jim and I take a <laughs> sip, uh, if folks really don't get that today, then we're missing, we're really missing the point. The number one nutrient needed for optimal brain function is water. Now, this is an entire conversation in and of itself because we can get into the conversation about what type of water. And you might be like, I thought water's just water, H2O, just wet stuff. But the truth is, H2O, this is what I was taught in school, my typical university setting, H, it's H2O. But H2O doesn't exist anywhere in nature by itself. There's no pure H2O anywhere in nature. H2O is, or water is known as the universal solvent. And so it's constantly interacting with uh, the, the minerals and the other uh, components in our environment and it really integrates itself with it you know like bruce lee be water right water can be becomes whatever it interacts with right this universal solvent so water literally becomes you it integrates with you and becomes you it has this remarkable intelligence and so we want water that has structure that has the minerals that we need but not too many because we know that sea water right ocean water drinking that can literally kill you and that has to do with this process of, of osmosis and like how water is moving from your extracellular fluid to your cells and all this stuff. We go through that in the book. But the bottom line is um, high quality spring water generally is going to have an optimal ratio of minerals. Uh, if you're not, I'm going to share this real, really quickly because this is important. If you don't have a water filter on your tap water, then you become the filter. And I cited a study, and this was looking at about 41 million uh, uh, homes of Americans across the country from Southern California to Northern New Jersey and testing their tap water. And they found traces of a plethora, dozens of pharmaceutical chemicals, pesticides, uh, everything from like antidepressants to chemotherapy medications, traces of all these drugs, these uh, metabolic waste products in our water supply coming out of our faucet. And unfortunately, a lot of folks still don't know this. And the question is like, where, why? How is that possible? Well, 
again, we're putting a lot of things into our environment that we never have before in human history. And just part of the cycle of like getting, you know, dumping those things into our rivers and, and oceans, that stuff, you know, it's the pro this hydrological cycle, it's finding its way back into our water supply. And there's also programs for, for water that's going from toilet to tap, all right? Not to freak people out, but it happens. You know, it's one of the solutions that's being looked at. And so we cover that as well, you know? So uh, for the most part, um, just getting a simple, you know, reverse osmosis system, but then you need to add some structure back to that water. Because again, you don't want to just drink pure H2O. And is you that through like lemons or salts or? Perfect, yep. Trace, you can do trace mineral drops, high quality salts, even, you know, uh, like you just mentioned, lemons, mint, these provide electrons and minerals to the water and structure. It gives it this energy. And mm -hmm. so we cover all of those things in the book too, yeah. uh, to, because this can be another whole conversation. So I just wanted to point that out. Thanks. Hydration is the number one thing. And I also yeah, shared a study mostly, on how- We are mostly water. Our brains are mostly made out of water. And you have to know that the current environment, you know, it, it affects our internal environment as well. And people don't realize where they could lose water, even something simple like sleeping through respiration and perspiration. So yeah. definitely stay, stay hydrated, helps your focus, your, your cognitive performance, certainly your memory, your reaction time, your thinking speed. Mm -hmm. So now that people have prioritized water again, and it's a good reminder as I, as I take another sip, what else, what else is next on the list in terms of nutrients or, or foods? Perfect. So uh, going back to what can actually cross the blood-brain barrier and make it into the brain. So water being 80% of the brain, but what about the dry weight of the human brain? You know, what is the, the rest of the brain really made of? And for that, we get into a conversation. A lot of people hear that, you know, your brain is mostly fat, or your brain is mostly fat. It's actually mostly water, but of the dry weight, it's about 11% fat. But that it's actually not that much more fat than it is protein. It's about 8% protein. If we're talking about the dry weight, 3% minerals. We get, again, the minerals are very important with so many different functions in the body and just a sprinkling of like, you know, carbs and other compounds. And so being that it has, that it's primarily fat, fats are obviously important, but I want people to know that not all fats can cross over into your brain. Mm. Uh, saturated fats have been really villainized in the media. It just kind of goes up and down, back and forth. But a large portion of the human brain is saturated fat. But primarily, it's from saturated fats consumed in infancy. All right. So mother's milk can be upwards of 50% saturated fat. So when you're a child in, in the initial development of your brain, saturated fats are immensely important. But those uh, receptors or those, you know, the, the ability of saturated fats to cross the blood brain barrier dramatically goes down once we reach adulthood. It's like almost none. And your brain, but your brain can make its own saturated fat in and of itself. The fat that is most important that we all need to be consuming, and now we've got really sound data on this, you might hear, hear it, but now we're going to really drill in, is omega-3 fatty acids, DHA and EPA. And this isn't just like it sounds good anymore. I'm talking about these essential fatty acids have the ability to cross the blood-brain barrier and directly nourish your brain cells. And one of the studies that I uh, mentioned in the book, this was published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, found that increasing your dietary levels of DHA specifically was able to directly improve both memory 
and reaction time in test subjects, mm. all right, directly improves your memory. And some of the best sources of omega-3, DHA, and EPA are going to be from fish. And I wanted to like directly look at this, is, is fish going to be more effective than, you know, other sources and, and, and different supplements? And so there was one really interesting study. And what they did was they found that folks who have one seafood meal per week did in fact perform better on cognitive skills tests than folks who had less than one seafood meal per week, just one seafood meal per week. Now, this is for some folks, you know, taking a, a vegan and vegetarian protocol, there are ways around this as well. Or if you just don't like fish and you like even watching Aquaman just makes you dry heave in your mouth. You can't just deal with the seafood. It's okay. But just know that this is the most viable source as far as a direct whole food source because DHA and EPA are not found in uh, plant sources, okay. all right? There is algae though, algae sources do contain these, but they need to be very concentrated. And so folks might hear omega-3s and they think chia seeds, uh, flax seeds, hemp seeds, these are great sources, but these are ALA. And your body can convert some of that to EPA and DHA, but about 75% at least gets lost in the con conversion process. So to get the amount of DHA that you need, you're going to have to consume, technically speaking, a buttload of chia seeds, all right, every day. And it just, it's not uh, the most viable option. So whole food fish sources, fish oil, if it's like the, you know, sourced properly. And I highly recommend if you're vegan or vegetarian, get yourself a high quality algae oil so that you can get your omega-3 DHA and EPA. Your brain literally is starving for it. Algae oil. Yeah. What, what, what kind of algae oil is that? So th this is such a diverse array yeah. and a diverse conversation. I, I, all, I want to preface by saying krill oil, depending on your ethics, mm -hmm. that might be an even better source because it's a little bit closer, it's a little bit more studied right okay. now. All, not all, but 99.5% of the studies on omega-3s uh, from supplemental form are done on fish oil. That's okay. where the data is coming from. Not to say that algae oil isn't effective, but we don't have that much data on it. Uh, we do are know there? that the omegas are there. And so when people think of algaes, they can think of things like you know, right. spirulina, chlorella, mm -hmm. And these have remarkable, oh, spirulina has been found to have, uh, to be protective and to help to reduce neural inflammation in the brain. What? <laughs> you know, so you get these like double benefits, you know, it has another essential fatty acid, GLA, that's found in, um, in a rare kind of plant source in spirulina. So, so for you do, you, do you supplement with like chlorella and uh, spirulina or do you have it in your green drink? Some, do you take it? That's something you do in the first thing in the morning or yeah for years man it's been almost about 19 years now like i've been tinkering with these different allergies you know afa spirulina uh, chlorella generally at this point i might have it you know one or two times a week yeah throw it into you know even guacamole like put a little spirulina in there it might look like super yeah. you know star wars green you know but at the same time it tastes actually tastes really good yeah. uh, but you can you know, mix it in with smoothies and juice and things like that. 
Uh, but I'm a big proponent of things tasting good. So yeah. you've got to do it in a way that it feels good. And I, I can't let everybody go without saying this, that there was another study, and this was published in the journal uh, Neurology, and they actually did MRIs and looked at what happened in folks that were deficient in DHA and EPA. And we, when we talked earlier about brain shrinkage, this was one of the biggest factors of brain shrinkage was lack of DHA and EPA in the diet. So this is not the kind of shrinkage that happens when it's cold outside. Yeah. This is like the shrinkage that happens like that can permanently mess up your brain and your life because your brain is regulating so much. And so the, the target is about three grams per day yeah. of uh, you know fish oil or a combination of like whole food sources, algae oil, but that's the minimum that you want to hit is three grams. There are uh, good sources. Which, which fish do you, uh, are high in those high quality fats? So this would be cold water, fatty fish. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of folks know salmon, uh, sardines, uh, mackerel. Um, there's so many different options. And that's another thing too, is like having a diverse array. And I uh, also shared in the book several studies with lean fish as well, having some benefit uh, with the brain and metabolism. So it isn't just the, the fatty fish, but fatty fish do have the lion's share of benefits for the brain. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You wanna learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. 
I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour, uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode. 